1: Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Siggers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this critically important question How can we keep Christ in the center of our Christmas celebrations through our family traditions? Mm, yeah, returning as my co host this week is Bethany Kimsey, host of the Warrior Mama podcast, which focuses on bringing the gospel into our daily interactions with our kids. Bethany and I have 13 kids between us, and we both have adult children now, so we've got over 40 years of experience raising kids, so today we're going to talk about our favorite family Christmas traditions that put Christ in the center of the Christmas season, which is exactly... Exactly where he needs to be. That's the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started.
0: Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the daily family conversation starter by bestselling author Katie Clemens, Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your
1: fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. So, Mamas and Papas, today I am continuing my conversation with my incredible co-host, Bethany Kimsey. This is a heart-to-heart between a couple of veteran mothers who are discussing our favorite family traditions. So grab a cup of coffee or a mug of hot chocolate or tea, maybe take a few notes, and let the Holy Spirit prick your heart on how you can put Christ front and center in this holiday season we will pick up this conversation right where we left it off last week at the heart of christmas is this tremendous gift so setting that right tone what other things about the tone of christmas could we do to help make sure we've got the our kids thinking about christmas in the right way mm. well i think for me
2: personally my, the next concept that i have to think about uh-huh. before i begin setting even the landscape in my home of what we're going to do and how we're going to study. I have to take just a few minutes to go, you know, almost every day and go, Bethany, we're not going to be caught up in measuring ourselves against anybody else at Christmas time. Oh, that's good. And what they're doing or not doing. And I don't know, I, I can get really caught up in the frantic pace of Christmas. We all can. And so instead it's taking time to sit, to rest with him. To set my own head in mind. So, I've done yeah. some different studies and Advent studies personally mm-hmm. in order to then be able to walk into, you know, breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that first space of the day with my kids. I have to have already kind of set myself. Yep. Because if I know that, oh my goodness, I have got to do this, this, and this, and then we've got to go here tonight and we've got to do this, and I've got, I haven't even gotten anything for this person. And what are they going to think if I don't do this this year? And so for me, one of the first things I have done, and I do it pretty faithfully, but pretty consistently every year, is I will take time by myself to study a lot of the different names of Jesus. Mm. I don't know if you've ever done anything like that.
1: Yeah, I took a whole year with a women's Bible study. We 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 started off to learn actually the names of God, and then we got to the mm-hmm. names of Jesus. And uh, I, I didn't think it would, I didn't know how long it would take. We studied it for over a year. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. you can go on and on and on and on. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah.
2: I mean, every year I've done it and every year I'm not saying the same names. So yeah, it's it's stunning who God is and who Jesus is and what and how it relates. Even at Christmas time, it just enriches my time.
1: That's an awesome idea. I'm going to do that again this Christmas. I think that's a great, because it, it's been a, it's been a hot minute since I did that Bible study. And so you, to revisit those, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what have you done? What do you do with your kids that seems to work well? Well, one thing you just talked about Advent and celebrating Advent, yeah, that that's kind of an Anglican tradition. I actually just mm-hmm. had a show that just recently aired on Advent. So, if you want to learn more about that, I had a guest on who uh, was talking about that with me. But celebrating Advent, that really helps the whole season because it's a four week period where you study where you there's all sorts of devotionals you can do. there's calendars you can use, there's the candles that you can light in your house. <laughs> I, I can't say that we've done it hardcore, but we're getting more and more into that. And I really like that because it's it's something that goes the breadth and span of the entire Christmas season. You start it right after Thanksgiving. You start with the first week and you've got the four different candles and you can talk about that each week. So that's a really yeah. fun way. Other things we've done or I like to do, I did a really cool episode last year. I was telling you before this show, I stumbled across on Rotten Tomatoes, a list of the 100 greatest Christmas films of all time. Last year, it was last December. And this one really got me hot and bothered because number four on their list was a, a, a film called Tangerine. It was about... A transgendered sex worker who was imprisoned, and while she's imprisoned, her boyfriend slash pimp cheated on her, so she gets out and she and her friend go to seek revenge on her boyfriend slash pimp. This is the number four Christmas film of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. So I set out to find some family centered Christmas films and in the process I I can link this in the show notes I think it was episode 51 of Christian Parent Crazy World three of those films were really Christ centered I loved studying these films I watched I had like a guys film a girls film a date night film a kids film and oh, a, yeah. a family film so the guy uh, yeah. the the girls film was one called The Christmas Candle It is wonderful. It's it's based off of a Max Lucado story, and it's about this little Christmas village. It's a period piece. I think at the time it was free on Amazon if you're a Prime member. But this story was wonderful. It was so Christ-centered. It was really, really beautiful. Another one, this is a really great guy's film. Now, it is a foreign film, so you do have to read some subtitles. But it's called Joyeux Noël. And it takes place during World War II when there was a ceasefire. You may have heard this story. Yes, we've seen that one. Oh, it's yes. so, so good. It's wonderful. This Where the Germans and the English and the French, uh, they all lay yeah. down their weapons during, uh, I think it's the French. Uh, the film is French, I know. Uh, it's the German and the English and I know the Americans. They lay down their weapons for Christmas Eve. And yes. they actually have this wonderful service together. It's a beautiful story. And sing, right? Don't they sing? Yes, they do. They do yeah so watching stuff like that if you're you know because we all like to watch a great christmas film so those are two that's like Mm -hmm. a guy's film and a girl's film but our all-time favorite and this is one we do every single year usually at the beginning of the christmas season we sit down and watch the nativity story together have you seen that film Mm -hmm. it's got Mm -hmm. oscar isaacs and keisha castle hughes and uh, i love oscar isaacs of course he was in um the Star Wars, the newer Star Wars films, he's a great, great actor. Now, obviously, the Nativity story. There's a couple of discrepancies with the biblical account in terms that the the wise men weren't really there at that at that moment. So we <laughs> we and, you know we use that we use that as a catalyst to have discussions about mm-hmm. okay what was accurate, what wasn't. But what I love about that film is it really fleshes out for young people and for. For adults, But the young people get to understand what was it like for Mary yeah. to be betrothed, but not fully wed and yet with child. What was that like in yeah. her community? What, you know, and what she, she knew what she was taking on and yet she agreed to that. And just in the beautiful journey that they go on. So we we sit down as a family every year because I'm a movie buff, and so and a couple of my kids are too. So we sit down, we pop the popcorn, and that kind of sets mm-hmm. off our whole Christmas season. By re- it's it's I would go so far as to say that film's kind of anointed. I I think it is. I just absolutely love it, and so that's one of the things we do as a family to really invite. Christ into the center of it is watching something that's all about him coming to earth and what that was like and for the people that were involved. So what, what kind Mm -hmm. of things do you do in your family? Different years, we do different things. So we,
2: one of them that I love, I have loved to do, we probably have done this. I don't know. The kids will beg me to do it almost every year. And I'm, I readily admit, I tend to have like I don't like to do everything the same every year. Uh-huh. <laughs> my kids would, my kids are always like much more traditionalist yeah. than I am. But so we have done some different studies. Is it, is it called the Joshua tree? What is it called? Oh, the Jesse the tree. Jesse tree. Yes. Yeah. I was like, it's not Joshua. Who is it? <laughs> it's Jesse, David's, um, David, King the, David's father. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. So the Jesse tree where we have just taken and walked through mm-hmm. scripture. From the beginning. So what the whole concept of that is, is you walk through scripture from the very beginning. Yes. And you're looking at it from the garden and you're seeing this red thread of Jesus all the way through scripture. And every day is, and I have several different books um, that we've used depending on ages of our kids for easy readings or you know, as my kids have gotten older, they can listen for longer. And then we just do, um, simple coloring sheets. And then I put a big paper Christmas tree up on this one wall in our house. Yeah. And so the ornaments that they make, so there's an ornament for like being in the garden in the fall and for Noah's Ark and they're just paper. I just print them on paper and then they color them. And then we just decorate the tree with everybody's ornaments and so, by the time Christmas rolls around, we have this big paper tree with all of the Christmas ornaments, the Christmas story, and ornaments that they've colored so that tends to be the most favorite honestly oh, that's awesome um, do your
1: i mean that's obviously kind of geared towards younger kids do your Do your older kids get involved with that or have they? They do. That's cool. They will. Oh yeah. I love oh, that. Yeah. Cause I still because, love to color. Even uh, that's actually yeah. been one of my we'll techniques see. I've used when I get stressed out during a reading lesson, I start to color <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like it. Caught,
2: well, it and so them. the, the ornaments lend themselves to even creative older people, Yeah, you know, so my older kids will just, you know, they really actually make theirs look like pretty ornaments. Yeah. I mean, like some of my girls have even like said, I'm, I'm going to actually go and get my own, like better coloring. <laughs> supplies. I mean, like yeah. literally, I mean, and they just use that as kind of like a little stress relief mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's usually when we've read them as in the evenings. And yeah, I mean, that works.
0: Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day, with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or, what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time... The Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold.
2: Another thing that we do, and we've done this since my oldest four were very young, Mm -hmm. And so, uh, actually I've already gotten a text from one of my married kids. She said, um, we need to know our verses. What we do every Christmas is everybody gets assigned a little packet of verses, a little bunch of verses. So you may get Luke two, traditionally, some of the youngest ones will get some of these traditional pieces from scripture. So Luke two, um, Mm -hmm. Psalm 100, Isaiah 53, like these passages that are traditionally like we see them when we, see, we open up and we hear about the Christmas story and whatever you get assigned, you usually we, I assign them at Thanksgiving and all of us, mom and dad included, get uh, a bunch of verses and then you come Christmas day with your verses memorized. And then what we do traditionally in our home is we always, from the very beginning, my husband is like, I'm very laid back. And probably if my kids had wanted to get up at four in the morning and it was just me parenting, Mm -hmm. our tradition would have been, we have been getting up at four in the morning because I'm kind of like, oh, it'll be fun, which it would not be fun. Mm -hmm. But thankfully my husband is wiser. And so from the very beginning of having kids, he said, here's how we're going to do Christmas day. Everybody has to stay in the rooms that they slept in. And so my kids sleep, boys all sleep together and girls all sleep together Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. And they have to stay in those rooms. They can amuse themselves in those rooms. So they'll bring in games the night before or whatever. And then they can't come out until we invite them out. And Mm -hmm. that way you and I can have a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and we can spend some time welcoming Jesus and, and being ready for the day. And then we can bring them in. Mm -hmm. So in that, bringing them in, the very first thing we do is we sit as a family and we take turns reciting mm-hmm. the scripture passages we have. And honestly, some of my favorite ones are the scripture passages, like we've done Peter's Peter's defense of the gospel in Acts. Oh, that's um, a good one. Like just beautiful passages that like open the story of who Jesus is in bigger ways. Mm-hmm. Philippians 2. Yeah. You know, like lots of passages that they're not necessarily like Jesus was born in a manger, mm-hmm. but they show you either who God is or who Jesus is or who the Spirit is. Like they show you why Christmas would be celebrated. To me, that's probably my favorite tradition we've ever done. And so all of the month of December, everybody's working on memorizing their verses. So when my kids have, mar- two of them have married their spouses. Mm-hmm. Now their spouses are memorizing. <laughs> that's awesome. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, well, I guess, I mean, I guess they have an out. I don't know. Uh-huh. And, you know, sure enough, I got a text from my son-in-law that first Christmas. He's like, you only sent Kendall her verses when she asked for verses. I'm like, what? I mean, I figured maybe y'all could do it together. I didn't want to make you do it.
1: He's like, I want my own verses. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, okay. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. I That's a phenomenal tradition. That's so
2: cool. it's it's really fun. The other thing about it though that's always a little bit humbling is Gina who are the worst memorizers <laughs> in the bunch? <laughs> Arya. Me me and their dad. Like I'm the most stumbly with like I'm reciting and I'm like stumbling
1: and somebody's given me a keyword. Yeah, it's bad. I do all of my scripture memory to um, song. I I come up with a melody. Yeah, That's how I do it. And so a lot of times, like I just started memorizing Psalm 8 and a lot of times I can go online. I just go on I either Google or YouTube, try to find scripture songs. And usually I can, a lot of times I can find somebody who's already done it. So I don't have to, I'm pretty, I'm really oh, actually, that's, idea. that's one of those weird gifts I have, those strange gifts. I can put stuff to melody very easily, but if I don't have to do it myself, then I'll go and find somebody who's already done it. I We memorized all of Psalm 91 that way. And I memorized ah, large portions that. of scripture that way. Of course, our curriculum, we're currently learning like John 1, verse 1. Yeah, Yeah, well, we're going through seven and my kids learn it in Latin and in English. I know that sounds very impressive, but it's really not that hard when you set it to music. You can teach little kids a foreign language when you've set it to music. And so that's that's how I do it. As long as I've got kind of that little, I struggle when I don't have that crutch. I I don't want to call it a crutch. I think it's an aid. Let's call it that. It's an aid. It's a wonderful aid. (laughs) because yeah. uh, it goes to a different part of the brain. So that's something I do. I yeah. have a lot of, uh, that's one free resource I offer is some scripture songs that I've recorded. I did John 3, 16 through 21, because we all know ch- uh, verse 16. A lot of us know verse 17, but we don't know 18, 19, 20, and 21. They're pretty important. And I've got like Hebrews chapter four, verses 12 and 13. You know, the word of God is living and active. Right. And I, I've got a lot of scripture songs that I've worked on. So that that's how I do it. I've got a couple other ideas here. We can, as we're, We're coming to an end here. One thing Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do, I think this is going to be the year, you know, we all... Kind of think of charitable things we can do at Christmas. We take the we take the angel off the tree, and we might get something for a child at church, or you know, the Christmas shoebox. Yeah. World Vision has this amazing catalog where you can send yeah. things to people who are impoverished in other parts of the world. And bringing your kids in on this, I bet you know the kids would want to empty the piggy bank. You can you can supply things that will continue to bless a family, like a chicken or a number of chickens or a goat or a rat. Mm. they actually have like whole packages where you can get. Like like one goat, two ducks, three rabbits, and four chickens. Like that was like wow, that would be amazing. I know though, if you needed something like that. You would change a fa- thing. Would be amazing. Now that was like two hundred and ten dollars. Maybe going with another family if that's not feasible. Some of them were as low as fifty dollars. Yeah. Like school supplies, you could help dig a well. Talk about helping a, a whole community. There, you can help a children mm-hmm. who've been sexually exploited. So, I World Vision. I will put a link in the show notes for that and you can as well. Um, that's something I've always wanted to do and talk to my kids about it. Yes. You know, hey kids, look at all this stuff you've got under a tree. Can you imagine if yes. the greatest thing you could get would be a chicken or a goat for Christmas? If that was the your life, and that a goat was everything, everything, it, and would give you yeah. what you needed, yeah. amazing. So really educating yeah. kids because we live in so much affluence here. Even those who are struggling in the United States or in other parts of the West, chances are we're not where a lot of people in the world are. And focusing on in on that, I can think of nothing more. Christ-like than to really be concerned about those people. A couple other quick ones. I was telling you about this one. This is something we're doing this year. I've never done it before. I. Uh, it's called. It's a. It's an Icelandic tradition, and it's not in and of itself Christ-centered, but it certainly can be. It's called Yola Flood. That's a mouthful, I know, but it's. Well done. I know, yeah. thank you. I I, I spelled <laughs> it out phonetically, so <laughs> so I wouldn't screw up. Yellow And Perfect. so, um, yeah. oddly enough, I heard about this on a a silly Hallmark film. But they were talking about uh, favorite Christmas traditions, and this is one where every year you would like draw you. Everybody in the family would draw the name of someone in the family, and you would pick out a book. To get them. And the cool thing about this, it doesn't have to be super expensive. You can get a used book. And Mm -hmm. so to make it Christ centered, get a Christ centered book, some sort of a devotional or something that would help someone on their spiritual journey. But you pick out a book, you wrap it up and they usually do it on Christmas Eve. But what they'll do is they'll pick a night. You could pick a night. Sometimes Christmas Eve is kind of crazy. We have a family gathering and then we, you know, kind of trying up loose ends. But pick another night in the Christmas season. Everybody opens their book. You, you've you got hot chocolate and you all sit around and you get cozied up and you read your books, which I know. I, I know. I'm I'm a bookaholic. I adore okay. books. I know it's not everybody's thing. Maybe you could get an audio book for someone who's not as into reading. But I am a big Uh, I'm very book bookish. It's always been my favorite gift every year would be to get any kind of a book. Well, not any kind of book. I don't want one on auto mechanics or, you know, uh, certain, (laughs) certain other various topics. But anyways, I thought that would be a really fun way and just spend the evening reading a book about God or the nativity or one of the advent books. Actually, hopefully you've already started reading that and be a little bit late at that point, but in, you know, any number of books that you could find and pray about it. Lord, what would really bless this person this year? Mm -hmm. And everybody gets to participate and give another person in the family their book. And this is another quick one for little kids. And this is always fun. Have a birthday party for Jesus. And they could bring a gift and their gift could be something they could do for someone else in need. So that would Mm -hmm. be a gift that they could give to Jesus. But um one final thing we always do, it's a tradition in our family. We all you I I we might start with I might do yours this year. I really like that. But we read the Christmas story on Christmas morning before breakfast, before the gifts, before anything <laughs> else. We're not rushing to the tree. We're spending that time with the Lord. And I like your idea. I think I'm going to definitely assign some scripture passages at um, (laughs) Thanksgiving this year. And that can be what we can start our Christmas morning with. I love that idea. I think a lot of these, I think all of these ideas are going to be wonderful ways to keep Christ up front and center. Most of all, Just spend time with him every morning. Don't let it get so crazy in the day, get so hectic that you're in the middle of the day and you haven't spent that time with the Lord. I mean, it it happens to the best of us. We roll out of the bed to some sort of a crisis going on in the home, but keeping him front and center and praying about ways. Lord, how can I make sure that you're the center of this season and not the crazy commercialism and not this idea of the naughty and nice list and am I good enough for you, but just really resting in my identity and Christ who you gave to the world. And that's what we celebrate in this season. Amen. I love it. Catherine, this has been
2: so encouraging. It's been encouraging to me. Uh, Me too. I'm going to have to pull back out. Some different things and make my my Christmas plan ahead. Of time. Yeah,
1: let's I, map it I, out.
2: I think in some
1: ways it's helpful. You know, if I don't get well, we map out everything my else. Back, we we map out the parties. We map out trying to figure out. Okay, what are we gonna? I have a spreadsheet for. Okay, who's how much have we spent? Who's getting what? You know, but, <laughs> but we don't have a. Yeah. Let's be a strategic mm-hmm. about. Keeping Christ center and our season as we are about the gift giving and the parties and all of the other events that we have to go to the concerts and everything. If we could keep it, be as strategic about that as we are about everything else, then then I think maybe we can succeed at keeping Christ in the center of Christmas, because I think the world's failing at that. And a lot of times I have too. I've been guilty of that as well. Me too. So why don't you tell my listeners where they can learn more about you and I'll do the same for yours. Do the same. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, the easiest place to find me is just at my website, bethanykimsey.com. You can find more about what I do. You can hear about, hear me and my voice all the time over at the warrior mama podcast. If, if you like to, you can find me. I'm easily found on any podcast platform. And then I am always very active on Instagram. It's my favorite place to be. And I love telling people, Hey, just like, send me a message. I will talk back to you. I'm real. I'm a real person. I've had, I've had people go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you actually messaged me back. <laughs> and I'm like, well, like I'm a person and I like talking right. to people. So, so those are really the places that you can find me. Mm-hmm. Catherine,
1: how about you? My website is katherinesegers.com. That starts with a C, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, katherinesegers.com. You can email me at katherines, at com. I'm also on Instagram at, at Seegers. Uh, I do, I'm there a good bit. I sometimes I forget to look at my messages there. You're probably a little bit more forward there, but I'm, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And always check in my email so you can get me in any of those places. My podcast is Christian Parent Crazy World, which is produced by Life Audio. So it's on the Life Audio website, but you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. So I would appreciate you checking that out. And I'll link to some of my previous episodes that we kind of talked about here. But this has been awesome. It's been so good. You look so festive you you're like oh thank you I was trying I mean my green I know I went to look (laughs) not on purpose though (laughs) well mine is (laughs) green but it's like this dark olivey green and then I was like I didn't I don't know I should I should have been a little more festive you look super festive and super well, is- it's, it's actually not on purpose. Really? Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah, no,
2: it just happened to be. <laughs> I thought it was strategic. I had to get up super early. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, That I wish I could say that, but no, it just happened to be. So, well, this has been a delight. I will have, for all of my listeners who are, you know, you're used to coming and looking at my show notes, I will have all of Catherine's links. I want you to get to know her. I want you to see what she's doing. I believe that the work she is doing is vital mm-hmm. for us as moms to be equipped, to know, to be wise and discerning in a world that is hard right right now.
1: Oh, so. And same back at you. I want my uh, listeners to get familiar with all of your encouragement and all of the amazing things you do. We've got the same heart and a lot of the same mission, I think, with both of our podcasts. Yeah. And we're going to team back up in the new year to talk about some yeah. really important topics. Until then, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah. Have an amazing, amazing season. Yeah.
1: Amazing Christ-centered season. <sighs> I just love this conversation with Bethany. It it was so practical and helpful for me personally. You know, I, I know that some of these ideas could have started a few weeks ago, but there's no reason you can't start them now. We recorded this episode in early November. And I had fully planned to assign scripture passages on Thanksgiving for my kids to read at Christmas. But I had one kid getting over the flu, another kid with a fever, and we were tag teaming our shifts at Thanksgiving dinner with the in-laws. And, you know, this just didn't happen. We were at the time just trying to keep our heads above the water. You know how it is. But there is no reason I can't assign those scripture passages now, right? So can you. And you don't have to memorize them. So don't stress yourself out about that. Don't make it harder than it is. Just go ahead and assign a passage to each kid and let them read it on Christmas morning. You can even do that the morning of. But I encourage you to go ahead and do it before if you can so your kids can really dwell on that passage and maybe share what the Holy Spirit has spoken to them about it. Now, next week, right after Christmas, I'm going to be airing my New Year's episode. I always like to start off the new year with something super practical that will change your life if you do it. I don't know that I've ever done a more important New Year's episode. This first new episode of 2024 is going to be amazing. I am so excited to share with you specifically how we memorize scripture in our home, which I talked about a little bit in this episode. I'm going to walk you through our methods step by step in that episode and challenge you to memorize more scripture in 2024 than you ever have before. But listen, I promise you, when you learn how to do this, it won't even be hard i know i am so excited also because i have an incredibly talented singer songwriter who is going to help us do this he is going to sing for us straight scripture that will bless you so much with his incredible talent i might even sing along with if we can figure out how to work out these technical kinks keep your fingers crossed (sighs) you know it's been such an incredible year moms and dads thank you for joining me on this parenting journey. That means so much to me. I can't even tell you, seriously. And it is my sincere prayer that we can all keep Christ at the center of the season in this home stretch because that is what this season is all about. I pray that you have a very blessed Christmas season and a happy new year. I wanna thank you for joining me today. Look, I know. There are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherinesegers.com. That's Katherine with the C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be.
0: We'll see you next time. Christian Parent, Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at LifeAudio.com. God's Word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast And each week I guide you through a scripture giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.